This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome one, welcome all to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. I, uh... I know I don't have to tell all y'all, it's Groundhog Day. It is a beautiful tradition where a big chubby rat tells you if you should stop by Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> this morning, the world's eyes once again turned to Gobbler's Knob. Can I say Gobbler's Knob on CBS? We'll find out. We'll find out later. Uh, Gobbler's Knob, Pennsylvania, and we learned our fate. Punxsutawney Phil has predicted six more weeks of winter. <laughs> what? I was going to wear capri pants tomorrow. I'm not taking that. I want a second opinion. Do we really have six more weeks of winter ahead? Tell us, Punxsutawney Phil Collins. The science is in. <laughs> but I don't blame our endless winter on Punxsutawney Phil alone. I also blame his old-time retinue of top-hatted handler dandies. <laughs> now, first, I'm sure you're wondering why the top hats. Well, that's just a quick and easy fashion hack to jazz up a casual look. But I did a little research into those fellows, and it turns out they are Phil's inner circle, the local group <laughs> that takes care of Phil plans each big ceremony, and administers Phil's meds. <laughs> Did I read that right? His meds? Phil has meds? I didn't realize Phil was diagnosed with generalized anxiety. I'm, I'm not surprised. A lot of pressure this time of year on Phil. Phil, try half a gummy at bedtime. <laughs> and remember, it's okay to not be okay. In addition to all the Dickensian costumes, the members all have individual nicknames. You got the main man, President Tom Dunkel, a.k.a. Shingle Shaker, <laughs> Treasurer Jeff Groob, known as Sky Painter, the lickable David Gelati, <laughs> Thunder Conductor, and my personal favorite, bad boy, Butch Philiber, known as Iceman. Iceman. I gotta say, Iceman has kind of let himself go since Top Gun. Kind of, uh, kind of a sausage fest, right? Wrong. Because there's also one woman, Marcy Galando, nickname Executive Director. <laughs> what? That's not fair. The woman doesn't get a cool outfit or a nickname. Marcy, that changes today. You will heretofore be known as the Denim Demon. <laughs> the top hat. <laughs> not fair. The top hat is in the mail. The inner circle and their psychic, psychotic dirt hog 
have been cranking out predictions for over a century, but you can't always trust them. Because since making his first prediction in 1887, Punxsutawney Phil has been right only 39% of the time. 39% is pretty bad. In fact, I bet I can beat it every time with my own prediction, pal. Punxsutawney Quarter. Okay, Quarty. Oh, Total de Blasio. Okay, Quarty. Remember? De Blasio dropped the, the damn hog and killed it. Okay, Quarter, don't fail me now. The prognosticator of prognosticators, close personal friend of George Washington, says six more weeks of tails. Of course, uh, Punxsutawney Phil isn't the only science marmot out there. We've also got one right here in New York City. Staten Island Chuck. Yeah. True deal. That's the one that's one Blasio killed. Staten Island Chuck at the Staten Island Zoo. Yes, the Staten Island Zoo, where Chuck is the second most popular resident after meatball with a cigarette. <laughs> Daddy, can we see the meatball? Today, uh, Chuck had his own shadow viewing event, and he clapped back at Phil by predicting an early spring. Okay? There you go, baby. So, New York, say goodbye to winter and say hello to smelling urine again. That's what happens in the spring. That's how you know it's spring. Mm. I'm taking Chuck's word over any other tri state area rodent because. They announced Chuck's forecast with cutting edge technical precision. Come on out. Oh, yeah. Shadow. 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 Seems a little uncertain, but that's actually how they do all the meteorology on Staten Island. <laughs> hey, everybody right here. I'm Paul Gabagool with today's weather. You may want to pack an umbrella or not. Who makes the call? Me? Do I look like a cloud to you? <laughs> really? Come on. Do I look like a cloud to you? <laughs> Tell you what. Maybe, maybe I should go check the weather with your mother. <laughs> Jager bombs! Now, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Steve, that's got to be the end of you talking about groundhogs for the next year. Aren't there any other big stories to cover? To which I say, yes, there's international groundhog news. <laughs> it's a dark story. I'll warn you, unlike all the darkest stories, it comes from Canada. It turns out Quebec has its own groundhog, the famous Fred Lamamotte. <laughs> it's true. Which, of course, is French for soupe du jour. Early this morning, tragedy struck when Fred passed away on Groundhog Day. So it turns out he did see a shadow, but it was just the icy hand of death. You didn't even know about Fred until I told you about him five seconds ago. Obviously, this is a tragic development, but Fred's handlers assure us there was no foul play, saying he was at least 14 years old That's pretty old for a groundhog. (laughs) So he passed away of old age, or was it murder? There you go. He's back, baby. 
probably old age. <laughs> Canadian groundhog authorities were forced to scramble, and they found the perfect substitute, a kid in a groundhog costume. <laughs> Unfortunately, the child did not read the winter room and predicted winter will continue. Boo! <laughs> Boo, Canadian child! Boo, Canadian child forced to be a rodent for our amusement. <laughs> boo, boo, I say! Let him know. I'm sorry, I have seasonal affective disorder. I... <laughs> Let's send the kid a hat, too. <laughs> the world's groundhogs may not be able to agree on the future, but we do know one thing for sure. Beyonce has announced her Renaissance World Tour. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. World tour. The whole world. That includes this theater. It is in the world, <laughs> so it's got to be part of the tour. So I don't think I'm out over my skis here. I doubt I'll get in trouble if I announce Beyonce is coming to The Late Show. <laughs> One assumes. That's a safe assumption. One place Beyonce may or not be appearing is Washington, D.C., where there are some big changes in the House of Representatives, led by new Republican Speaker Kevin McCarthy, seen here... Seen here, playing with a kitten. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Just take a recent speech on the floor of the House given by Colorado Congresswoman Laura Boebert. This week, someone suggested... A little late, a little late on that one. <laughs> this week, someone suggested some kind of limit on some kind of gun and Boebert responded thusly. Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. In Western Colorado, we call that a fun weekend. Don't get so full of yourself, Western Colorado. In Florida, they call that the food pyramid. <laughs> Western wow. Colorado. Western mm. Colorado. You mean Eastern Utah? <laughs> Speaking of food smells, there's a story out of New Mexico where they're considering making the roasted chili its official state aroma. <laughs> oh, it's funny, I assume the official New Mexico aroma was abandoned RV that a bobcat is living in. <laughs> the idea for an official state aroma came after a state senator visited with fifth-grade students and sparked a conversation about these savory hot peppers and the potential for New Mexico to become the first state in the nation to have an official state aroma. Little known fact, all of New Mexico state symbols are picked by fifth graders. <laughs> Explains why they also have a state dork, Kevin. <laughs> state dinner, fun dip. And, of course, their state word, boobs. <laughs> but other states cannot let New Mexico be the only one with an official aroma. So here at The Late Show, we have come up with suggestions of official state smells in the order of nothing. Wisconsin, Aaron Rodgers' beard. <laughs> Pennsylvania, sock full of coins. Arizona, iced tea. Maine, sewer clown. Kansas, corn. Iowa, corn. Indiana, corn. North Dakota, dust. South Dakota, south dust. Oregon, wet hippie. And New York, the most beautiful audience in the world. Britain.
John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. You know my first guest tonight from Friday Night Lights, Nashville and the White Lotus. She now stars in Dear Edward. Christopher is up and coming in the theater, working in... Set design. Set design. Is she glomming? She gloms. Uh, no, 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 not at all. May I get you ladies something to get started with? Oh, yes. We always start with the Ocetra caviar, please, and the foie gras. Sorry, ducks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm salivating. Are you salivating? Mm-hmm. And a bottle of Cristal, please. Yes, and a bottle of Cristal. We've been sneaking it since she was 18, and they don't mind here. And I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Uh, <laughs> I'll get no, that right out to you ladies. <laughs> Thank you. He's so cute. Oh my God, I love him. Mm-hmm. You could date him. Are you okay? I mean, I don't know. Do you think he's gay? He works in the theater? Or you're gay? I don't know. I'm sorry, that's so rude. You can be gay, straight, whatever. Honey, I don't care. You be okay. whoever you want. Can we? Yes, let's change the subject. Yeah. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Connie Britton. told them they gave me a standing ovation. I'm going to cry. That is completely organic. That is completely organic. You told them to do that. I did not. I promise you. Do they think this they're audience somebody is, else? No, they think you're you. Oh. This audience is free range. I don't tell them what to do. <laughs> it's lovely to see you back in New York. I know. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back in New York. No, I just recently found out you grew up in Virginia. Yes. Do you remember your first time coming here to the city? Yes, because we used to come here. I, I had relatives who lived here, and so we used to drive from Virginia to New York. When you were a kid? When I was a kid. Like, we, when we were, we'd come here for Christmas. Mm. And honestly, that was so amazing because I think that's what made me want to be an actor, because we would come here for Christmas. And I mean, come on. You're a kid from, like, small town in Virginia, and you arrive in New York City with the lights and the mm. decorations, mm-hmm. and we would go see theater, and we'd go to the Nutcracker, and I'm sure that's why I decided I want to be an actress. It was so amazing. Wow. Yeah. You saw yeah. yourself as one of the tin soldiers of the <laughs> Radio City. Big patches in your cheeks. Um, you eventually um, moved to New York and to you know, be an actress. And I, I think I have this right. Did were you you had an unusual theater history when you first well, here. Not the kind of thing people associate with New York theater. Well, but. W- my first professional job yes. in New York City as an actress was doing murder mysteries. And that's hard work. It, it's hard work. Yes. Do you know what I had to do? I've first been of to all, them. I, I've oh, been you have? Them. Yes. So they're hard to go to, too. They- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really want to know why you would go to a murder mystery. <laughs> because. Uh, a friend of mine was in it, and the food was free. Okay, that makes sense. When right. I was an actor, I right. was a young actor. Well, yes. yeah, I mean, I, I got paid $50 to do a murder mystery, and that was like, oh, my God, I just made $50, Did and Did you get I'm dinner, acting. too? Did you get dinner, And too? we got dinner. And wow. I got to, I had, the, only, the hardest part about it was I had to sit at a table full of people that I didn't know and act like I wasn't a murder mystery mm. actress. And then I'd have to sneak somehow. I'd bend over to my purse, 
and I had these little white tablets in my purse that I had to sneak into my mouth, and then I'd come back up to the table, and then I'd start frothing at the mouth, and I'd fall over and die. So you were the dead body. <laughs> how long did you have to lie there You don't dead? know how hard that is. Frothing at, the, frothing at the mouth. Not letting anybody know that you're doing that. First of all, there's froth coming out of your mouth. I'm and then impressed. You're... I hope I didn't give off that I thought that was an easy thing to do. Thank you. I'm very I, well, I'm impressed. I'm just thank you for It's a choking hazard is what it is. And it's a choking hazard. You and should also, get hazard pay. Well, and I think that that was really the thing that made me know I can do this. I can do this life At as an actor. At what point in the meal did you have to kill yourself? Please say it wasn't before the entree. Because <laughs> as a young actress, you needed the, the no, protein. I, no, it was definitely not before the entree. I ate. Okay. I definitely ate, yes. Good. We have to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more Connie Britton, everybody. Stick around. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Hey, everybody. We're back with the star of Dear Edward on Apple TV+. Plus. Connie Britton, everybody loves you in the White Lotus. And I... We had, we had, we had your, your friend and compatriot, Murray Bartlett, on the uh, other night. You did? And uh, he would really love to be in season three, if that's possible, with a time machine. <laughs> no spoilers. Any chance we'll see you in season three? Have you talked about it? With whom? Uh, Mike White. Oh, Mike White. Um, the creator of the show, right? Yes. Uh, You're not answering my question. Which, what was the question? Are you going to be in season three? <laughs> I'll tell you why I ask. I'll tell you why I ask. Okay. It's because there is a fan theory. Because in season two, Laura Dern's voice appears in season two. And oh. there's a fan theory, and check my math here, fan theory that she is your character's sister. Hmm. Care to comment? Hmm. You're not going to start you know foaming that at Laura the mouth, Dern are you? And I are like... <laughs> Just to get out Did of answering the question. Did you know that question. we're like our birthdays are a week apart? You and me? No, you and Laura no, Dern? Laura Dern. I didn't know that. Same year. Yeah. Like a wow. week apart. So that's a yes. <laughs> that's a yes. That's code for yes. The cast was in season one was COVID isolated in Hawaii for yes. you know remembering when it was shot. What was it like? I imagine it was quite fun to be COVID bubbled um, with that group of people, but particularly Jennifer Coolidge. Was, I mean, what was come that on. Isolation can, you, like? can you imagine being in a COVID bubble in Maui, Hawaii with Jennifer Coolidge? Mm-hmm. Like... Did you have any downtime? Or what's what, what, what better, be what's better than that? Yeah. We, I mean, truly the entire cast, we all loved each other so much. We bonded mm-hmm. because there was really nobody else to bond with. Yes, and but you're stuck really, in Hawaii. And we were stuck in Hawaii. Um, but Jennifer just is the, she is the most hilarious, most charming. To be able to have that time with her was so fantastic. Um, and she actually, as a rap gift, 
she gave me one of the things that I cherish the most, which is, you know how she always wears those like very kind of overly glamorous sort of like robe gowns with like silk. big, yeah, yeah, silk yeah. and like fur cuffs. And sure, sure. She gave me a, like one of those. Wow. Yeah. And so now I have that. It's one of my most cherished possessions. Wow, just wear special occasions or something like yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> or in the shower or whatever. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. Um, now, here's something that uh, you, you may not know, but um, you and I, it turns out, work together. Here, here is a cast shot from uh, the old hit show Spin City. This is from 1996. Ah, and I don't know if you remember this, uh, but uh, in 1996, I, as a young actor, uh, I was a guest performer. That's me. <laughs> right here. This is me right here, Jim. This is me. With and that's Richard Rich Kind, Klein. of course. That, that's me, about <laughs> 50 pounds less than I weigh right now. And it was the same, same week uh, Jennifer Garner was on uh, that episode. Oh, I totally remember Jennifer Garner being on the show. <laughs> Was the same episode? Same, same episode. Same episode. Oh. Same episode. Same Gosh, episode. I don't know. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. I had so much fun with you. Yes. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had fun, I had fun. I had fun with you too. God, that was special. Your your, your new show on Apple TV Plus is called Dear Edward. Dear tell, Edward. tell the folks what it's about. Um, Dear Edward is based on a book um, by the same name, and it's about a plane crash and. Basically, everyone on the plane dies except for one young boy. But the show is really about the community that comes together of the survivors of all the people who died on the plane. And um, it's really about grief and people dealing with grief and coming together to support each other. And it's about resilience and finding life after having a terrible tragedy and loss because grief is a part of life for everybody, so. So the, the, group, the group of the people who are the, um, so those are the loved ones of the people who died come together? Is yes. that the idea? Yes, yes. That's sort of a heavy subject. Why, why, uh, why was that appealing to you? Well, I, I know it seems like it's a heavy subject, but honestly, I, I think that right now it's a really important time to have these conversations about grief because we've kind of all gone through our own version of grief in some way or another, coming out of this global pandemic, global climate crisis, et cetera, et cetera. We really are, there's a lot of kind of unresolved collective grief, I think, in the culture, and so... And we're not very, we're not very good at talking about we it. We really aren't. We really don't have the language for it. And so I think my hope is with this show, because it's actually uplifting and the characters are great. I'm, I got to play this really fun character in it, and, and so I actually think it's gonna give people a sense of feeling like, oh, I'm not alone in this, and there is life, life beyond, and it's the power of the human spirit, you know? Well, Connie, thank you so much for being here. So good to see you. Dear Edward premieres tomorrow on Apple TV+. Plus. Connie Britton, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert. Just one more thing. If you want to see more of me, come to the Late Show YouTube channel for more clips and exclusives. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. 
products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now you can feel like you're in the audience at the Ed Sullivan Theater with official Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise at ParamountShop.com. Shop t-shirts, mugs, accessories, and more, and Late Show Pod Show listeners can take 20% off with code TLS20. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show products with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com.